Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have on with us a professional bass angler, one of the top bass anglers in the country. In addition to that, uh, Mark started the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Bass Angler Magazine. You know, so if anybody should know, he should know. We're going to be talking uh, when we come back to Scott Brown from uh, from Dodge Ram. We're going to talk about off-road stuff, and then we got some electronics information. We're going to give you from Tashambe from Moravionics. But, uh, um, Mark, hopefully, as soon as we come back from the break, you'll either uh, motivate some people or um, make them realize that they ain't got a chance and go try something else. So well, hopefully we'll motivate them. It's yeah. not that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm interested because... Now, bass angler, I don't. Do you have any idea how many semi-pro bass anglers are there are or want to be? I bet there's a thousands. million of them. Yeah, there's there thousands for the sure. Country. Okay, and Marco Farrell's walking into the studio. Oh, he's got something for us to eat. Um, that uh, we're going to be coming back with him. And but um, when we come back, let's talk about what do you want to talk about? Let, let's talk about what it takes to be a professional bass angler. If sure. you're interested in doing that, maybe some tips on what to do, how to do it, places to go, because you travel all over the United States um, competing, and I understand that you've uh, had great success in your, uh, uh, you know, almost to the point where you're actually making a living at it. And that, almost to that point, yeah. It's been good. We can talk a little bit about summer bass fishing, too, so it's okay. pretty good right now. Perfect. Okay. Well, we're going to be um, uh, taking off in just a little bit. But remember that you can go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you like. And we'd like to hear from you. If there's something you want, just let us know. If you want to take a trip, let us know. You wouldn't believe what we can do for you. All you have to do is ask. Go to fishtalkradio.com. On the right on the front page is the show. You can listen to it anytime you want, as many times as you want. We'll be right back with you. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Join us at Via del Palmar in the islands of Loreto to experience an incredible world-class fishing adventure and compete for thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. The Dorado Fishing and Golf Tournament begins June 29th through July 2nd and offers an opportunity to catch Dorado during its peak season with an entry fee of just $375 per person based on a team of four. Located on the Sea of Cortez, known as the Aquarium of the World, the islands of Loreto are known for their calm indigo waters and nearly 1,000 species of fish. The islands of Loreto offers guests the chance to hook their next big catch, including striped marlin, yellowfin tuna, grouper, and dorado. Please join us for the Via del Palmer's first golf tournament on the spectacular new world-class golf course. Come to experience the luxury at Via del Palmar at the islands of Loreto. Visit us at Via del Palmar, Loreto.com, Dorado 2016. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. I got out my shovel and went out to dig some bait. Got a pail with some worms and I headed for the lake. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Henningen in studio. We have Marco Farrell, and we have professional bass angler Mark Lassane, uh, who is uh, one that started Bass Angler Magazine. And so we're going to spend the next 10 minutes talking about bass angling. Um, so my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Apparently, <laughs> you getting you've done enough of it. You're starting to get pretty good at it. I, well, you know, if you keep keep at it, you keep at it. You finally either got to get good at it or quit. So yeah. I haven't quit yet. So okay. I'm getting a little bit better every year. Well, would you mind sharing a little bit? There's a lot of people. I mean, everybody, um, you know, likes to catch trout. But as far as getting serious about getting into the competitive sport, um, bass is pretty much where it's at. So if you've got somebody that's a passionate bass angler and they're thinking that, you know, maybe I should go on tour or enter some tournaments, um, could you talk about maybe give some tips on them and either tell them to forget it or how to do it? Well, you know, it's like I guess it's kind of like any any dream. You know, you need a you need, really need to put forth a, a balanced effort for it. You know, just like music or sports or you know anything that um, seems like a really fun way to make a living. You know, it takes uh, it takes a lot of hard work. Um, a lot of people fail, and you know the ones that really put forth the effort and uh, and think about it a lot and and do everything. That those are the guys that make it. You know, Skeet Reese, Kevin Van Dam, um, those those kind of guys that have a pretty well-rounded background. <clears throat> but you know, if you want to start being a bass angler, there's some things you need first off is really to acquire some skills. Um, you know, acquire the skills it takes to you know cast fish any lure that is made 
uh, in bass fishing. So that's that's really a very important start to it is get your mechanics, get your skills down, um, get some education behind you. You know, college is actually a really good thing. If you really? want to make it as a bass angler, you need some marketing behind you because mm. – you, yeah. Because nobody makes it on their tournament winnings mm-hmm. alone, you have to mm-hmm. you have to have some endorsements. Sponsors. Mm-hmm. So, so you need the marketing background behind you. If you have some education in marketing, help. It's much more helpful when you're approaching somebody to help help uh, fund your bass fishing. So you know, so those guys like uh, you know KBD and Skeet Reese, and you know, I, I believe they make you know close to half a million dollars in endorsements a year. So, which is, uh, you know, I mean, obviously they're at the top of the game, but, uh, you know, the, the, you need to start out somewhere. You start out with the smaller sponsors and, you know, and kind of and work your way up. Small, start out with the smaller tournaments and, and work your way so up. More, more local, you mean? Yeah, local. You know, uh, most guys start out, you know, on a regional basis and, uh, you know, work really hard at it, learn everything you can. Um, you know, read every read every book you can, every magazine, you know, watch every video. And really learn about, you know, as much as you can about the fish, much as you can about marketing and promotion. Um, you know, then you'll need to acquire the skills and acquire the equipment. You know, you're, you know, you're probably talking a hundred grand for a truck and a boat and all the equipment it takes to, to go fishing. So well, you, need Mark, to, isn't you, know, the, you need to factor that in. Isn't the most important thing you need is a boat that goes 70 miles an hour? Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's cool to have a nice, shiny boat that goes really fast, but, you know, you're not going to catch any fish at 70 miles an hour. you got to slow down, put the troll motor down <laughs> in order to catch them. Um, you know, and there's a lot of guys that, that uh, start out smaller. There's actually, uh, you know, there's a couple guys on tour that fish out of actually a smaller boat. Uh, one guy, um, John, and I, his last name escapes me at the moment, but he fishes out of an aluminum boat. Two o'clock instead of 215. So it's a nice aluminum boat, and you know, it probably goes 50 miles an hour, but he can get into places that maybe these guys with a fiberglass boat can't. Right. <clears throat> so you don't have to have the 70-mile-an-hour boat. It's nice. You know, it's cool. It has all the goodies, and, you know, and it makes it nice to fish out of, uh, you know, a top-of-the-line boat with the top-of-the-line electronics and all the top-of-the-line gear, but... You know, you don't you don't always start out that way unless mm-hmm. uh, you know you got rich mom and dad that really help you out. Mm-hmm. And, and even then, okay. if you don't have your basic mechanics down, it does you no good. Exactly, you do need to get your mechanics and your thought process down. Um, you know, and even the guy that has the best mechanics may not do well in tournaments. And you know, once you get out there, it's all really about the decisions that you make. You know, do you go to spot A, B, or C? You know, do you stay on A longer until the fish move in and then move to C or, you know, or back to B? And, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a giant thought process in it. You know, you're always, you're always figuring it out because, you know, fish are a living, breathing creature and they move around. You know, they're not going to sit there and wait for you and go, okay, I'm going to be here, at, you know, 6 o'clock tomorrow morning and uh, you throw a spinnerbait out for me and I'm going to bite it. Mm-hmm. You know, you never, you never really know for sure. So it's a lot about thinking assumptions and, uh, you know, it's a it's a, a fairly complex game. You know, some guys add too much complexity to it, and some guys uh, make it a little bit too but, simple. Mark, so um, how are bass? You know, it's like locally we've got a Lake Kachuma that is it's, it's not a great bass lake, but farther south there's some really good bass lakes. Um, but you know, you can go out in a pontoon boat and and throw and catch fish. Now, how much of, of, of a lake, percentage-wise, has bass in it? I mean, in other words, you can just go out in the middle, or or where do you have to go to find them in the lake? 
Well, most bass are cover-oriented, which is, uh, you have two different things. You have structure and cover, and a lot of people confuse those. Structure is the bottom of the lake, anything attached to the bottom of the lake. And cover is things that hold fish, uh, a tree, um, you know, some cinder blocks or some vegetation or anything like that. So bass are a structure-oriented. They like being near the bottom, and they like to be near cover. So you can think you can. They're an omnivorous creature too that eats pretty much anything that'll fit in their mouth, um, and they'll be near this cover, and they'll be in a position where they can run out, and attack, and eat something. So, so generally, so generally, bass are near the shoreline uh, in most lakes. So they don't, cruise, you know, yeah, yeah, they don't cruise okay. around. They just hide, and then uh, um, um, they see something, they go grab it, and then go back to where they were. You kind of think like a mugger in an alley. Oh, okay. You can hide that little dark spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're gonna jump out and grab your wallet mm-hmm. if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you can kind of think of it that way. I mean, and like I said, they're a living, breathing creature that you know that's an opportunistic feeder so there are times when you're out in the middle of the lake and there'll be shad out in the middle of the lake especially in the fall time the big school of shad will move out well the bass will move out and follow those shad mm-hmm. out and eat them out in the middle of the lake mm-hmm. so so there's you know there's, there's always there's always variables and uh, you know cracks me up to listen to some guys speak you know a guy gets up on a tank and speaks and goes well the bass are always doing this on this time you know yeah well is and one thing I, I tell people when they go out with me it's never always yeah <laughs> so there's uh, there's always a you know, variable and you always have to keep a you have the, to keep an open mind something else is what about a trout plant we know that they love trout so well, yeah so if there's a trout plant is that a good time that's <laughs> That's almost like cheating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they release all the trout, and you go out there and throw a big swim bait, and uh, you can take advantage of those because they get real. Because the bass get really stupid, they just see. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like if somebody put a big plate of lobster in front of you, and you went, "Oh my god!" You know, mm-hmm. and one of them was plastic. You may not notice that that <laughs> plastic one is there because you're trying to get all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's something like that. You know, these fish are they go into a feeding frenzy, and bass will eat until they can't fit any more into their mouth or in their stomach. Sometimes they'll eat so much, fish will be hanging out of their mouth. <laughs> yeah, so, they're... And trout, trout plants are good. You know, I mean, if you can find out when that trout plant is and when they release all those little, little small trout and you can be there fishing, um, that's that can actually be a really good time. And you you you, you find that uh, lakes that do do trout plants have significantly larger bass? They do. You know, there's some lakes, uh, actually some lakes in Northern California where they stocked kokanee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's some fish in there that have grown to, you know, giant proportions. Mm-hmm. So just because kokanee are a little snack size. Mark, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to have to go. We're going to have to go. Give us a plug for, uh, for yourself and Bass Angler Magazine. You know, guys, if you want, really want to learn more about bass fishing, pick up a copy of Bass Angler Magazine. You know, we have it at Tackle Warehouse, Bass Pro, Gander Mountain, Barnes & Noble. It's, it's all over the place. Uh, our website's BassAnglerMag.com. You can go up there and sign up. So, you know, do yourself a favor. You want to learn more about bass fishing, Perfect. have a copy of Bass Angler. BassAnglerMag.com. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate that. We're going to go to a break, and we really appreciate having it on. It's rare to get you on the radio because you're always out fishing. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we'll be back with you shortly. 
first named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Join us at Via del Palmar in the islands of Loreto for a world-class fishing adventure. Compete for thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Choose from three packages, a three-night stay for two in a deluxe studio room, fishing tournament fee, entry into the golf tournament at the new golf course, plus awards dinner. Non-anglers can choose up to four services at the resort's award-winning spa and wellness center. The Dorado Fishing and Golf Tournament begins June 29th and runs through July 2nd. It offers opportunity to catch Dorado at peak season with an entry fee of just $375 per person based on a team of four. All-inclusive packages that include meals and beverages, even an option with round-trip airfare on Alaska Airlines from Los Angeles to the islands of Loreto. Packages start at just $800 per person based on double occupancy. Come experience the luxury of Via del Palmar at the islands of Loreto. Visit us at Via del Palmar, Loreto.com, Dorado 2016. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico. Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. But I'd rather get my rod and reel and go fishing when I can. I want to go fishing. Cause it takes Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we have on the line with us, uh, actually, we, we still have Mark uh, Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine, but we have Scott Brown. And Scott, I can never remember you exactly because you got so many different hats. But basically, you you know, you run the promotion for Dodge on the West Coast plus other brands, right? Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's the company I work for is Fiat Chrysler, the old Chrysler Group. Now we're with Fiat, um, and, and I'm on the West Coast, and I do PR for them, do all of the media relations, work with all of the magazines, you know, radio stations, you know, on, on new products. I'm actually just finishing up launching a new Fiat 124 
a little convertible. So oh, I'm all I remember those. those. I remember those. Yeah, yeah that was a well, hot car back in the, what, the yeah. late 70s, yeah. 80s, something like that. Yeah, from 68 until uh, until like the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. That, car, that car's back, we teamed up with, with uh, Mazda, um, and it's a sister car to the Mazda Miata. Um, oh. And it's a great, look, great little product. So wow. yeah, I'm all over. I'm all over fun. the place. Okay, but uh, we're going to be talking about Dodge Ram today. Now, I was joking with uh, Mark when you weren't on the air about you know one of the first thing you have to have is a is a bass boat that goes seventy miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he did say that you, have, you you can't troll at seventy miles an hour. <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, obviously, if you're going to be a bass angler, you got a truck. And you want to have the truck that will take you. When you pull up next to a lake and there's a uh, uh, RV there and the kids are out throwing rocks in the water, that's probably not where you want to be. You want to be able to go to some place that uh, most people can't even get to. And Dodge is doing that. Now, uh, what kind of truck do you have, Mark? I have a, a, a 08 Dodge Diesel one ton. Ooh, that's a that's that'll do the trick. So yeah, so my truck is as fast as my boat. So I can get, <laughs> I can, I can get on the water or, or across the country. There you go. Uh, there you a go. one a one ton diesel, man. You must be able to pull uh, anything straight uphill on that. You know, yeah, I can hook my boat up and pull your house down at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it probably doesn't even feel the bass boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, no, I mean, it, it's really, really nice to tow with it. And you don't even know the boat's on the back, you know, except right. when you look in a rear view mirror. Right, nice. Yeah, you want to do that every once in a while, make sure it's still there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, uh, now that, um, well, Mark, do you ever uh, take that areas normally... Um, uh, bass contests are are very like civilized lakes, but do you ever take it to any areas that are very difficult to reach where you got to actually use the off road capabilities? You know, I mean, there's times when I need the four wheel drive to get off out of the ramp. You know, especially you know the right. It's getting better now, but you know we had this big drought the last few years here in California. And, some of the ramps were, you know, just some little small dirt roads where it was nice to, you know, nice to have a four-wheel drive truck to get it, be able to get in and out. And I could, you know, never had any problem no matter what what lake I wanted to go to or what ramp. I never never had to worry about that, which was, you know, which was a nice option. Well, I'll right. tell you what, if you got a few minutes, why don't you stick around, Mark, because we're going to see if we can get Scott to give us some tips about using a ram truck off-road. So, Scott, if you wouldn't mind... I know it's kind of a, a broad subject, but some tips, the equipment itself, and, well, you know what you're talking about, so why don't you uh, just start telling us about it? Well, yeah, well, first, I mean, as a consumer, you got to know, you know, how you're going to primarily use your truck, right? And then we like to feel at Ram Trucks that we're going to have something that's going to fit what you need, whether it's a power wagon, you know, the power wagon nameplate's been around since 1945 after World War, right, right, that put into World War II. But that's kind of the alpha off-road truck. If you need, if you're going to be getting fat country, and I think, John, I've been with you in a power wagon. Oh, yeah. It'll do, it's, it's like a Wrangler Rubicon. Um, of the of the truck world with locking axles, sway bar disconnect, a twelve thousand pound winch. So if you're a fisherman that's getting into the backcountry, um, you know there's nothing better than a power yeah, wagon. Yeah, seems to me there's a winch front and back too. 
No, it was just the front, mm-hmm. just uh, just just on the front, not on the back. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the first thing when it comes to wheeling and using your product is knowing how, exactly how you're going to be using it, and then buying the right product. You know, I like to tell people when when it comes to going off road, first first you have to know where you're going. Then you have to prepare for where you're going, whether it's the recovery equipment, emergency, you know, first aid kits. Um, I always tell people um, as slow as possible and as fast as necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speed breaks things, and um, and you you want to let the you want to let your machine, you know, and I don't care what machine it is, if it's a truck, if it's a boat, you want to let it do what it was designed to do and not push it past its limits because that's when things get expensive and potentially yeah. hurt, well, hurt happens. Some of the trails that you and I have been on, you can walk faster than you can drive. But the problem is is that you can walk around these boulders that are the size of Volkswagens where in the truck you got to crawl over the top of them. Right. Yeah, but we're carrying hundreds of pounds of equipment, right? You know, you don't want to carry all your your gear, you know, to that to that high high mountain lake or or wherever you're going in the truck. You know, you can't beat a truck for for hauling your stuff. But real so quickly, a, when you when you talk about hauling stuff, what I was impressed with is there's no wasted space. I mean, there are right. things like you know, like coolers hidden under the back seat or in the floorboards, and all these uh, uh, places for fishing rods and guns that uh, normally would just be wasted space. Yeah, well, the the Ram engineers have done a great job, like you say, looking for for any any pocket, any place where they can put something a device even the pickup truck beds now we have what you call it's an option but it's called ram box you know and it and it puts it puts uh like you say um uh, compartments on either side of the bed and you can put shotguns rifles and fishing rods it'll hold six six fishing rods you know we've got uh we've got little coolers in the back seat in the floor that you can get a lockable lid on to carry ammunition or again a, mm-hmm. a, a handgun and it's legal because it can't be locked mm-hmm. um so yeah there's you know it's amazing the efficiencies that you're building and that we're building into trucks now whether it's mm-hmm. efficiencies from packaging or efficiencies on the engine oh scott let's talk a little bit about power uh, mark mentioned he's got a diesel give us a uh, uh, diesel versus gas Pros and cons. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, from a cost standpoint, like the Cummins that, that Mark has, I mean, you're talking, there's, I think, a $7,500 premium on the engine, and then you're looking at 2000 on on uh, uh, on a transmission. But you're also looking at something that's going to get 30% better fuel economy right out, right out of the chute. And it's going to have a longer durability, a longer life cycle than, say, a gas engine. So, How many miles, do you, Mark, how many miles do you have on your uh, 06? You know, it's... Uh, it's an 08. It, oh, yeah. you know, I'm going to say it's barely broken in. I have about 105,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just broken in. The engine is just getting just getting broken in. Um, yeah, but that Cummins, the Cummins diesel is amazing. You know, we've got a version now that makes 900 pound-feet of torque. Holy smokes. Uh, yeah, it, it's amazing. And it and it can tow, it can tow a trailer, um, you know, um, up to 31,000 pounds. Um, <laughs> so... Um, it, it, it's, you know, that's a huge boat, um, a huge trailer. You know, and then even the 1500s, you've got a, we've got a VM Tory diesel engine, a smaller diesel engine that'll get up to 29 miles per gallon, um, you know, and still can and haul a trailer. Well, is that that, uh, that little uh, V8 diesel that's made in Italy? Yeah, it's a little V6, you know. Um, but three it liter? still has yeah. Yeah, three liter diesel uh, made in Italy, but it's 420 pound feet of torque. Wow. Um, 
240 horsepower. You know, we like to say that it, it's a V6, but it has the, the, the pulling capa- capability, the power of a Hemi V8, but all, the efficiency of a, of a, of a four-cylinder. Because mm. it gets better fuel economy than the little Toyota Tacomas or the Chevy Canyon, the little small pickup trucks. It, a full-size 1500 truck, half-ton truck getting better fuel economy than the small trucks. Okay. <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a great truck. I mean, honestly, it, it's a phenomenal truck. But, yeah, well, let's give us some other tips about use of the vehicles. You talked about matching the vehicle to what you're, you know, you're going to be using it for, which is obviously important. But uh, I don't know if either one of you have any comments on that. I, you know, just, I mean, if you're, when you're pulling, one of the most important things is the, what size trailer you're going to be pulling, what's the weight of your trailer, and then matching matching that, you know, to the size of the truck, whether it's an engine, um, like a one, half ton, a three-quarter ton, um, or a one ton. Um, you know, you can't, you know, you can't underestimate getting yourself into a position mm-hmm. where, you know, the brakes aren't big enough or, well, you know, the, the truck isn't strong enough. So. Mark, you travel a lot um, all through the West Coast and probably more. Uh, do you use your vehicle? Uh, do you sleep in it? Is it part of your, you know? You know what I do? I do sleep in it. I put a little sleep bag, I have a little mattress. I put a sleeping bag in the back. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll hit the road and I'll drive all day and sleep in the back. I don't have a, I have a camper shell, but I don't have like a camper in so I, I do sleep in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, I like a one-ton, and, it, you know, it's really it is overkill to be towed a bass boat with a one-ton. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I, I think I have, I probably have 100,000 miles on my original brakes on that. Hmm. Wow. So, obviously, I use the engine brake uh, quite a bit, which is a nice feature that it has. But since the brakes are overkill, you know, for what I have, um, they never get hot, they never warp the rotors, and they last a really long time. Um, you know, and, and I think if I had a three-quarter ton, I would be right about there. Yeah. If, I had a, if I was towing with a half ton, um, you know, the brakes would wear down faster just because, you know, everything's a little bit smaller. Uh, the well, I, versus, and and uh, Scott, I think you'd one. agree that you're probably better off to have a little too much than a little too little. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I, well, Mark, I think you're doing it right. I mean, okay. I prefer... I'd prefer to be overprepared than underprepared, right? <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, yeah. we're, we're going we're gonna to have to be taken off. Again, uh, get in touch with uh, Mark Lassane at BassAnglerMag.com. And, Scott, I guess you just walk into any uh, Ram, Ram, Ram yep. placing room, and is there a chance they get a test drive? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Someone walks in. Like, butts and seats. That's what we want. We want you to drive and experience a truck, yeah. you know, and um, we've got a lot of good things to offer. Well, it's, it's, go, it's, go it's, to it's a dealer. I'll tell you what. It's easy to think that you're in a car on those things. But we appreciate <laughs> both you guys very much. We're going to have to go to a break. Scott, thank you. We'll hope to bring you back soon. And, Mark, it's All good right. to have you back on also. You're listening Thanks. to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Go to the front page and listen as many times as you like. Both of you guys, too, by the way. Join us at Via del Palmar in the islands of Loreto to experience an incredible world-class fishing adventure and compete for thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. The Dorado Fishing and Golf Tournament begins June 29th through July 2nd and offers an opportunity to catch Dorado during its peak season with an entry fee of just $375 per person based on a team of four. Located on the Sea of Cortez, known as the Aquarium of the World, the islands of Loreto are known for their calm indigo waters and nearly 1,000 species of fish. 
the Islands of Loretto offers guests the chance to hook their next big catch, including striped marlin, yellowfin tuna, grouper, and dorado. Please join us for the Via del Palmer's first golf tournament on the spectacular new world-class golf course. Come to experience the luxury at Via del Palmer at the Islands of Loretto. Visit us at ViaDelPalmerLoretto.com, Dorado 2016. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we've got Marco Farrell in here with us, and Tashambi Moore from Navionics. As a matter of fact, this uh, this bumper music we're talking about, you can't catch any fish if you're lying it in the water. Well, also, I'd like to add to that, you can't catch any fish if you can't find the fish. So, uh, Tashambe, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Why don't we introduce yourself and give us some more information about Navionics. Hey, John and Mark, thanks so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Welcome uh, back. My name is Thank you. Thank you very much. My name is Tashambe Moore. I'm with Navionics. I'm the Western Regional Sales Manager, and I manage the Western United States and Canada. Um, you know, John, really the, 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 the most current and latest stuff in Navionics is really about uh, creating brand new cartography through crowdsourcing. And there's a couple of aspects of our cartography, namely Sonar Charts, Sonar Charts Live, and Community Edits. And both of those are pieces of data that are sourced from, from our install base of users and contribute to the charts that everybody uses. Uh, well, I know what you're talking about, but why don't you repeat that again and explain it uh, um in simple terms? Well, simply, we can take sonar log data, log data that's recorded by the public, 
and create brand new one-foot contour maps from it. By them uploading those maps to Navionics, um, doesn't give away anybody's uh, secret spots, um, but it does create new contour lines which allow people on structure and to catch more fish. So if, if someone's got a, you know, a, a sounder or a transducer and they're looking at the bottom, uh, wherever it is, whether it's a lake, stream, ocean, or whatever it is, um, that's, that's well, we're, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to come back. Oh, to, okay, that's right. Tashamba, you're still there, right? I certainly am. Okay. Anyway, so when they're when they're using that, that information gets sent to you, and is that how does that happen? How do they get it to you? Um, so there's a couple of different ways. One, if you have a chart plotter that creates a Wi-Fi network on a boat, it connects to your mobile device, like an iPhone or a Droid or an iPad. And it actually, once it's recorded from your chart plotter on your boat, it's uploaded automatically. So that's one way. The second way is placing a blank chip inside of your GPS chart plotter on your boat. Mm -hmm. Turn the recording on on your sonar unit, whether it's a Raymarine unit, Lorand, Simrad, Hummingbird, Garmin, doesn't matter. You can record with that sonar onto that blank chart. Take that into a computer, go to Navionics.com, downloads an update, you upload that data to Navionics, and we process that data within about a week, and you'll have brand new one-foot contour maps. So you will have a recording of it, but everybody else in the world will also. So what you're, the reason for doing that uh, is just to build, it's like you say, crowdsourcing, just to uh, having everybody participate uh, to, to build the information. That's correct. And we have this process called uh, Precious Data, which allows anybody that buys an avionics card for one year to do updates as many times as they want within that year. So all of those sonar logs, the community edits, any data that we get from notice to mariners, that's part of Precious Data, and when you update yep. your chart, get all of that information. Well, Tashambi, would you explain Navionics equipment? <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I know that there's it, it, there's different ways you can use it. Can you explain what those are? Sure. I mean, we create mapping. So our charts work in several different GPS chart plotters, like Lorance and Hummingbird and Raymarine. And we also make a mobile product, which gives you the maps as well. So you can go to iTunes or you can go to the Google Play Store, and you can, for about 10 bucks, you can download our charts for the U.S. and Canada for about 15 bucks. So if you have a chart cutter or you have a mobile device, you can get our, our charts um, very, very easily. Now, but you also have a transducer that you sell. Uh, that works with Navionics, or is is that required, or you just use your phone, or but give, give us an idea yeah, how that all works. So there's there's a couple of different companies that we work with. One of them, um, and the one that I showed at the the writers event that I saw you at a couple of months ago, um, is from Vexilar. Vexilar makes a unit called an SP200 or 300 that allows you to wirelessly connect to a, a unit that has a transducer powered on the boat that connects to your mobile device, and that allows you to record sonar logs. 
So if you're in a, a little aluminum boat or a kayak or something like that, this is a great product for a boat like that. And that will allow you to record sonar logs and automatically upload those through your mobile device to Navionics and create brand new maps. So you're, you're, while you're watching the bottom of the structure, it's, it's being recorded. Absolutely. So basically, that Vexilar unit, that SP200 or SP2000 or 300, mm-hmm. turns your your iPhone or your Android phone into a chart plotter. So you have mapping on on the top, and you have a 2D sonar on the bottom, right on your phone. So it's really fantastic, and then let you use. Oh, okay. So if if you've got the sonar, but let's just say that you've got a uh, um, just an iPhone or a, an iPad or an Android phone, um, and you get the app, and it. So that would be well, you get the map, but what about GPS? How do you how do you find places on the map? So the phone and the iPad have built-in GPS. So you don't need anything else but your phone, the app, and that SP200 or SP300 that I was talking about. You have GPS position on the screen as well as the 2D sonar. So you can see your boat position and you can see the depth of the water right on your screen. Well, actually, uh, Marco has, has pulled out his phone and he's, he's showing something on the screen right now. And he actually bought the app. So wanted to, maybe he has some questions for you and you guys can comment on that. Well, I was just going to say, comes to mind a a really good use for this would be if I were traveling with my family and uh, came up on a lake and wanted to go fish, but I didn't have uh, any of my fishing gear with me, uh, this would be really useful to be able to at least find the bottom structure. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, we we look at it from a couple of different perspectives. It's a fantastic backup on a boat that has a dedicated GPS system. Or if you're out on somebody else's boat that may not have GPS or, you know, they have a a unit that you're not familiar with, you can track and show your position. You can see the depth of the water. You can see contours. um, And it's really fantastic to, to have as a resource. And can I save waypoints on this? My own? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you have it in front of you, tap the screen, and when you see that crosshair come up, yep. tap the question mark, Yep. and then you'll see something that says marker. So I'm sitting in the studio here, and I just found a rock off of uh, our harbor here that I'm going to go fish maybe tomorrow. Well, there you go. So the, uh, the unit's already, already working on catching fish for me. Oh, you can expand the screen, too, so you can... You yeah. can zoom right in. Zoom yeah. in, yeah. And, and then, and I guess, are those, is, what, what are those, is those lat longs or depth, or what is that on there? Those are depth. And uh, the other thing, too, you mentioned, you get one foot uh, con- bottom contours. That's, uh, most government charts are what, six foot or less yeah, or, or more? Feet, yeah, uh, probably more, probably a lot more like 10 feet. So if there were a rock that came up two feet, it wouldn't even show up on a government map. But because of your crowdsourcing uh, and because of the detail on your charts, I'm going to be able to see that that slight rise that might hold the fish. Absolutely. Wow, this is great. This is a game changer. You know, one, yeah. one of the other things that um, you, you may have noticed if you've updated your, your chart on your phone recently, is we just added weather. And what? How really do you do that? So if you look, if you tap the screen again, if you see a cloud on the left-hand side of that crosshair. Yep. Yep, tap that cloud, 
And it's and uh, weather on, wherever you are. Look at that. Just pulled up our local weather wow. and a forecast here. So wow. it's an there hourly forecast, and uh, wow, this is this is a game changer. It's going to show you tides and currents. It's going to show you sea surface temperature. So many things that women are always looking for. And if you're in tidal fisheries, absolutely, absolutely need to have the tides and currents that you can run those tides properly. Yep. Wow. Oh, this is great. Look at this. It wow. shows you incoming and outgoing tides. Wow. And okay. uh, it also shows you your pressure so you can well, see what's uh, happening uh, with the... Tashami, before you go away, um, what is it, Moore's Law? Everything gets better and cheaper every year. What does it cost uh, for what Marco has on his phone? I think on the iPhone, it's probably about fourteen ninety nine. Add that on the phone. And that's fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents, not one thousand four hundred and ninety nine cents. Wow! <laughs> it may be worth that much, but no, it's only fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow! That is amazing. Well, anybody that doesn't have that, uh, then <laughs> that's pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I don't have one yet. So, but you're going to send it to yeah. me. <laughs> but I, I never said I was smart. <laughs> But, I'm going to uh, refrain from making a comment about that, John. <laughs> but, uh, now, I'm going up to Alaska in a couple of weeks, so I'm going to need that, especially, um, you know, when the fog comes in, that, uh, you know, it's nice to know where you are and where you're trying to get back to. But, uh, Absolutely. Tashambe, we so much appreciate you, uh, you coming and joining us. It's been a little while, but things have changed since I've had you on last time. You know, I thought this was... Yeah, yeah, they certainly have changed a bit, and I really appreciate you having me on to share the information. Well, it sounds like you guys are really keeping up with things. So let's get some quick information on how to get in touch with Navionics. Well, if you want to get more information about Navionics, go to Navionics.com. And one of the great things on there is our web app, and that allows you to see maps anywhere in the world for free. Okay, now that sounds great. We appreciate everybody listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and uh, you can listen to this show as many times as you want. And if you need more information, uh, Tashambi will get it to you or let me know. And uh, maybe we'll even give one or two of these away in the, in the near future. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. We appreciate you tuning in. Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Want to add more excitement Behind the wheel, choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell Fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. 
If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundos Domoir Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Domoir also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. I got the launch ramp Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio, and we've got a fascinating subject that we're talking about. Um, This is (laughs) the world we live in. Yeah, and uh, Marco is sitting there right next to me playing with his new toy. And we have Tashambe Moore on the line from Navionics. And Tashambe, just to make a quick comment, 15 bucks? Are you kidding me? No, not at all. The app is $15, and if you wanted to, for your iPhone or your Droid phone, and if you wanted to put it on your iPad, it's about 49, 49 bucks to uh, put it on there. And this, uh, the, the app, it, it, it's different regions, is that what it is? That you can go, because I said that, you know, you've got, well, give us an idea what regions it covers. Yeah, well, we, the Apple, uh, the apps cover anywhere in the world. So the one that um, I think Marco has on his phone is U.S. and Canada. So, and that covers all the way from, you know, all of Canada and Alaska down to Cabo. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Wow. wow. And what is uh, – well, Marco's sitting here playing with a big grin on his face. Uh, I'm just thinking of all these new rocks that I just found that I'm going to go try to fish. Mm-hmm. But uh, the to, to understand the the app, it will give you um, basically GPS, which is on your phone anyway, but not to this uh, um, clarity. And so the uh, yeah, but, yeah. So the the app gives you uh, GPS position. Um, well, the phone actually gives you the GPS position, but you'll see it right on the on the charting that you have on your app. 
And once you download the chart onto your phone, so for instance, you're going to be going to Alaska in a couple of weeks. You want to make sure that you download the maps for Alaska before you go out while you're in a Wi-Fi or 3G network. Mm-hmm. And then once you get out on the water, you can be 200 miles offshore. You'll still see your boat position because it works off a true GPS, and you'll see the mapping. Tashambi, I have to tell you a quick story. Sure. Uh, two years ago, I was fishing out of uh, Ketchikan, Clover Pass, Alaska, and and we took off in the morning, and I was, I'd gone out to this place called Camino Point, which is about you know, 15, 20 miles, something like that, um, just kind of straight up uh, in direction. And that whole area is just covered with little islands and dots, and, and so we we're, but I was concerned about the weather coming up. So I got within about a mile of shore, and I could see it was breaking. And I said, no, nah, we ain't going there. And so we started turning around, and the weather came in, fog and wind and waves. And we didn't have any electronics. And so, you know, by dead reckoning, I thought I was heading back you know, towards the marina. Well, after about two hours, which should have been about 45 minutes, you know, there's something wrong here. So we kept, but you, you know, you have to hit heading into the swells. So I could have sworn that I was heading down towards downtown Ketchikan in the, in the channel. And I wasn't. And I, and I kept every once in a while we'd see some land. I wasn't familiar. So I said, does anybody have a phone? And they go, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, let's call the marina and ask them to come and get us. And I go, how are they going to come and get us if we don't know where we are? I want the cell phone to find out where we are. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it worked, but not to the degree of what you have. Yeah, you know, I hear that story all the time um, with people that do have electronics on the boat. The electronics go down on the boat. They happen to have the Navionics app on their phone yeah. or on their iPad, mm-hmm. and it gets back to where they need to be. Okay. So it's a, it's a great point that for $14, you can okay. have a great backup of your boat that can save your life. Tashambe, we're really out of time this time. Uh, one more time. Is it navionics.com, N-A-V-I-O-N-I-C-S? Navionics. That's correct. com, and check okay. out the web app to see free maps anywhere in the world. Okay, fantastic. Just incredible. At that price, everybody should have two or three. One for each phone for sure. All right. There you go. Thank you very much, Tashambe. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and good to see you a couple weeks ago. Thanks, John and Marco. Right. Have a great day. Right. Bye-bye. You've gone fishing. 